0: Hi, I'm jazz artist Brettina And I love listening to The Alvin Galloway Show Every Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. On RadioPhoenix.org For conversation, information, music, and culture So stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up on The Alvin Galloway Show.
1: How do we see our lives? Is it everything we
2: have? All right, welcome to The Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. And on this segment of the show, I have Captain Caroline Rowe, and she's a Corps officer officer. Of the Phoenix Croc Center in the Southwest Division, and Mr. Uh, Raymond Burden, and he's a uh, advisory council member of the Salvation Army Croc Center, and we're going to talk to them about their program on literacy, financial literacy, which is very important, especially in these times. Stay tuned to the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to run I grow weary I'm trying to walk And I grow faint You lift me high up out of the fire, out of the flames. I lost the fear when you give me meaning again. I'm singing revival, revival song. I'm singing revival, revival song. I try and define you.
2: That is Gregory Porter, Revival, here on the Alvin Galloway Show on RadioPhoenix.org. And uh, my guests, again, are uh, Captain Caroline Rowe uh, with the Salvation Army. She's a Corps officer. And Mr. Raymond Burden, and he's on the uh, Advisory Council for the Salvation Army. And he has a deep background in uh, medical uh, administration and worked for the... uh My mind went blank. (laughs)
3: I <laughs> was U.S. Army. U.S. Army,
2: a- <laughs> right. Yeah, everything. So, uh, Captain Rowe, uh, tell us a little bit about the Salvation Army and uh, how you got involved and how this came about for the literacy program.
0: Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> I'm over the, the Croc Center, the Phoenix Croc Center, which sits on Broadway and um, right down a little. Uh, uh, couple streets down from 16th street and we're stationed there in in south phoenix because that is where the need was for this community center in fact it was a small little community center that after some fundraising we're able to you know really build this beautiful croc center which has three uh basketball courts and it has um a walking track it appeals to families and seniors it has a water slide inside pools kids can learn how to swim they can learn how to dance ballet um they can come and have uh family time where the parents can work out and the kids can play in our game room. There's just so many things. It's really a center for families. And so the Salvation Army really is based on meeting the needs of the community. And so that's like paying power bills or providing a community center for a safe space for children and families to go. Um, And last year, I remember um, the incident happened with George Floyd, who actually used to be a Salvation Army employee where he was. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. when we faced this um, issue and I just remember it was a very it almost was palpable in that neighborhood in fact in that zip code is the highest number of African Americans in the state of Arizona is mm. where the Croc Center is and so um, I just remember my husband and I just feeling moved to do something because the Salvation Army really is based to uh, social justice is our thing like there should be something when there is a crisis if there's something going on what how can the Salvation Army posture itself to meet the needs and I just connected actually with Dr. Paul Hipkin, and just we talked with him and and, um, and Colonel Ray as well and we kind of talked about what we could do and so we started a task force and this task force decided to really uh, address three key issues and one was uh, crime and prison reform, the other one is uh, education and mentorship and the third piece is actually bridging the wealth gap. Mm-hmm. This is where there's a problem and Absolutely. so that committee that headed up the the wealth um, is Issue. Um, actually, we designed a financial literacy course and were able to get funding for it. And so that's what brought us to this place. And so we're so excited that after, I would say it was a little over a year of work, mm. um, here we are ready to kick this off on Wednesday. Well,
2: that's great. That's great. You know, I, I've, I've been to the Crocs in a fantastic facility. Yeah. Actually, I was there when they did the groundbreaking and did you? the. Um, um, The grand opening. Yes. Uh, I I used to work for a local newspaper, and I I was covering the event there, but yeah, it's awesome. It was a moment, right? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. There's
0: only, I think, there's only seven in the whole western United Mm -hmm. States, so the fact that Phoenix got one is just a blessing. It's a big thing.
2: Yes, yes it is. And uh, Colonel Raymond uh, Burton, how did you get involved?
3: Well, you know, uh, Mr. Galloway, it's one of those situations where we've already mentioned Dr. Bob Pipkin, mm-hmm. phenomenal gentleman. <laughs> Absolutely. I was minding my own business.
2: <laughs> Funny how and, that happens. I <laughs> got,
3: got the phone call from Dr. Bob, and uh, he says, Ray, you have got to see what Captains Roe are doing at the Croc uh, Center with this uh, Racial Justice Task Force. And so... Uh, I accepted his in- invitation to attend the meeting and uh, as things will happen with Dr. Bob all of a sudden I became <laughs> the chairman of the <laughs> Finance Committee <laughs> which I was delighted to do because I, I thoroughly uh, believed in what it is that uh, they were doing at the Crock Center with this program right. but the group got together and basically met to kind of discuss what was orig- originally entitled financial security and salaries mm. and so we have a wonderful gentleman who happens to be the chairman of the council mm-hmm. advisory council, yeah. uh, Ted McClure oh, mm-hmm. who knows South Phoenix like no one else that I know mm-hmm. and uh, we said before we really branch out let's do some kind of an assessment to see what we are and he I don't know what empirical you know Uh, systems he used but he did a beautiful assessment of what was going on from a financial perspective Mm -hmm. financial literacy perspective and that became the basis of then saying when you accept the fact that closing the wealth gap is important you know just one statistic that I think every time I I, uh, say it I, I find it difficult to believe but in 2019 median wealth of an average white family was 180, 188,000 whereas for a black family it was just 24,000. Mm. So that's, that's it, quite it really gap. highlights the notion of a gap. Right. And so one way to deal with the gap is to educate folks. And mm. through this particular survey mm. it was determined that uh, very simple things like budgeting, mm. understanding debt, understanding uh, credit scores so we said let's build a program that that addresses those needs so we uh, submitted a proposal and i'll let captain rose tell you yeah. about the proposal and what what it led to
0: yep so um now we know that there's tons of financial literacy you know banks are doing these banks are doing so we we had to really look at it and say what's going to draw people because you could put it out there all day but it doesn't sound like people might say well that sounds boring or i don't want to go do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and so we just said okay well how can we kind of build this program out so that it's really appealing to families because right that's why we're there Mm -hmm. and so we added a couple of components um so not only do we have the class where we have individuals, experts in their field coming in to talk about it, and not trying to sell them any products. It's really from a heart base of trying to help people. That's one thing. The other thing is, we wanted to make sure that we had curriculum and really fun things set up for kids. And so we have teachers in place where if you come in as a family and say, I can come here, but I don't have anything to do with my kids, you bring your children, we will watch them, but we also are gonna teach them character-based curriculum where they can earn badges, kind of like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. So it's really fun for them. They're Mm -hmm. gonna have fun. And then the other thing is, is after the class is done with your children, you can come in and you have free dinner there at the Croc Center in one of our multi-purpose rooms. We serve dinner. And so when we had these three tiered, that makes the program a lot more expensive, right? But it actually says, man, that's something I want to go to that seems more appealing to me than going to a class... You know somewhere else where those needs aren't being met (coughs) so then we wrote the the proposal and and Colonel Ray really did a lot of penning of that and um, we developed a budget together and that went up and we have some financial uh, groups that are coming to the table and they're they're taking on some of the expense of that and then also an internal Salvation Army funding source from territorial headquarters the TL Williams grant funded it for three years and actually gave us more than what we asked for Mm. they said we want to make sure that this is sustained. The Salvation Army as a whole in the territory looks at what's happening here in Phoenix and says, man, that is something of value, and it's something that is new. Mm -hmm. It's a new thing. The Salvation Army is really not specializing in this. And so they said, we want to get behind it. And so they actually... um, Funded it and chose us, and so we are. We feel excited that we're we're going to do this for three years at least, Um, Colonel Ray. If I can, I, you know, keep talking Colonel Ray into it, keep coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, I, I like when you mentioned that. You know, there are other organizations or companies that do financial literacy, but a lot of them do try to sell you something at yes. the end and that kind of turns people away. Right. Um, but, um, you had me so when you said dinner. And <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's right, <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: But that that's that's great because, like you said, people may want to come, but, you know, the options of, okay, what am I gonna do with my kids, or uh, I gotta make dinner, and this, that type of thing. Yeah, so we try to take up. care of it all.
0: Right, yep. I that's think what's great. also
3: important, if I can just interject, is mm-hmm. when we were lucky enough to get people to be faculty from various backgrounds. We have bankers, we have folks who have been like Dr. Bob and his wife Yvonne who have mm. been teaching financial literacy for years. Yes. Uh, we've got folks who are financial uh, advisors. One of the things we did is we had a uh, session for faculty, mm-hmm. uh, what we called an orientation. One of the number one things we wanted to stress upon them is we wanted this to be a fun environment focused on people being able to learn in a fun-filled way Mm. there are no dumb questions we want people to feel very comfortable because when you look at some of the 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 classes for example on the fourth of august uh, we're going to start off talking about financial psychology what are some of the triggers that make people make decisions to spend money when they don't have it Mm. Uh Not everyone was necessarily brought up in an environment where they had good financial skills taught to them. Some grew up in environments where they lived paycheck to paycheck or Uh the family lived paycheck to paycheck. But we want to get people to start thinking about um, what values do they apply to money? How do they think about spending? Then we're looking at uh, our next class being focused on financial products and services, giving people some insights as to the different kinds of accounts that are out there. And again, we may have a person from, let's say Chase Bank teaching, but they're not there to sell Chase Bank products. Right. Mm -hmm. If, If after the class, someone wants to come up and talk about establishing an account, that's their business. But in terms of selling, we don't want that to sort of be superimposed over the learning that we really want to focus on.
2: Right. I think it's uh, critical at this time for something like this yes. because of the pandemic and the challenges different right. people, families have faced, um, you know, some not working or having hours cut and, um, you know, in some kind of financial bind. And this might be give, able to give them some insight how they can uh, change that, you know, as we grow out of the pandemic.
3: Well, financial literacy is giving people the skills and knowledge to make better decisions mm-hmm. with their finances. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure uh, that there have been many, many challenges that families have faced as they've looked at being either laid off, mm. as they've looked at, uh, as a minimum, their income being reduced, having to make a decision. You know, a lot of mothers have had to make a decision to stay at home. Mm -hmm. You know, to be able to watch the kids who were not in school. So I'm sure that uh, our our prayer is that this will be useful to a lot of folks.
2: right. So how many many classes are there that will be happening?
3: Well, there are 10 classes for a total of about 16 hours in the Phase 1, and there are four classes for about 10 hours in Phase 2. Phase two is intended to be focused on our individuals who are interested in uh, going into business. For example, the first class is being in business the right thing for me. Is it a good fit? So we've got folks who are faculty that have been successful entrepreneurs such as a Ted McClure Mm -hmm. that will come in and uh, be participating with that we've got classes focused on how do I access capital if you go into business getting access to capital to be in business is so important then once you get that capital how do you manage it in running your business Mm. and then of course there's always the notion of risk what kinds of insurance products do I need to protect myself so I think we've got the full gamut of uh, important critical topics covered,
0: right, right? and that business course starts at the end of September so for this first one it's like personal finance right and asking and I loved what Colonel Ray said is you're in an atmosphere where you can ask any question even saying listen I don't want to put my money in a checking account I don't want money being taken out because of this or that or whatever you know you can open up and o- and ask these questions and you know, we have faculty there that are there not because of, you know, some agenda, but are there because they care. So, um, yeah, talking about different, you know, it's not, I think it's almost taboo to talk about finances in circles. Like, I don't mm. I don't normally talk about that in my social circles, mm. right? right? Where um, you can ask where I'm, you know, I don't, I've, uh, what I've, is an annuity? What does that even mean? Like, I don't even know what that means, right? Or like, how can I impact, how do I even know what my credit score is and how do I impact that? Like, I feel like no one in my family ever bought a home. How could I do that? Or is this a good interest rate I'm getting on my vehicle? Mm. Um, and should I should I do it or you know what I mean different different things like that that you wouldn't even think of But it's something that could be life-changing
3: very very practical. We yeah. have a uh, very very experienced realtor Peggy Simmons oh, Peggy. Mm-hmm. Coming in to actually teach how you buy a home What is the process you go through to purchase a home? We have someone that's coming in to actually teach the mortgage. What are the different kinds of mortgages out there? What are some of the pitfalls? What are the preparations yeah. that I need to be able to successfully get a mortgage to purchase a home? So good. Yeah. So, I think that uh, we've got the the full gamut or full array of courses that I think will be pertinent to folks, right. you know, gaining knowledge in the areas that they need to have the knowledge.
2: So you're, you're saying that uh, the program is uh, three years, or, or yep. is, it, so is it continuous?
0: It is So basically what it is is um, we have almost look at them as semesters, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to offer this um, twice a year. Okay. The actual personal finance piece will be offered twice a year, and then the entrepreneur piece also will be offered twice a year. Um, and so this first one is personal finance that starts – and um, August 4th, this Wednesday at the Croc Center from 5 to 7, um, the class, just in case people have, have questions, it is for adults. It's for 18 and older. Um, it's not really geared toward a teenager learning finance. Um, But this will be offered and then it'll stop and then we have a week off and then the entrepreneur one will stop and then we take a break for Christmas and then we start again in the new year where the personal finance and basically you're looking at, you know, you know, two and a half months, three months and you're you really it's it's an investment into your future. Take the step and do it right. And then we'll also be offering it the following year and the year after that. And we get into rhythm. You also have like a take home where you have some of this curriculum to take home with you almost like a textbook that we're building as we go along getting all this stuff together so they have this tool that they can take home and actually look at and you know be able to access I forgot what did they say about this what's a good rate for this Mm -hmm. Or and they have those notes to have with them as well that's
2: excellent and um, how do they how do people say if they want to uh, attend it or uh, one how do they get involved and to uh... is there a limit on the number of participants
0: there isn't uh, our theater seats three hundred mm-hmm. even with social distance given COVID, and we don't know what's happening with the delta variant so we still are gonna have room to social distance um, we're probably gonna you know we'll, we'll be able to accommodate that mm-hmm. um, and so we do have room you can call um ask to register. They can register you over the phone. It's free. That's 602-425-5000 or you can go on crockphoenix.org. You can register right there online to come and attend and let's say neither one of those things you get done. That's okay. Show up Wednesday. We won't turn you away. No. Um, Wednesday, uh, August the fourth at five p.m. And we will welcome you, and you'll be part of our Croc family. Yeah,
2: that's great. That's great. That, you know, I, I know Doctor Bob Pipkin, and, uh, and uh, he's been on the show a couple. Him and his wife Yvonne been on the show uh, a couple times, and yeah, he lives and breathes financial literacy. Yeah, <laughs> and
3: uh, they are passionate and dedicated right, to that.
2: Right. Right. And, and like you said, the the, the wealth gap uh, between, say, black families and white families is so immense and, and it has spread in the, in the years, uh, you know, recent years, uh, it's just astronomical. And so uh, I think this background can give people an opportunity to make that foundational change uh, and uh, enhance not only their legacy, but their children's legacy. Yeah. And, and that's that's a good thing.
3: Well, Dr. Bob and Yvonne are starting off our first class, mm-hmm. so we're putting up some of our very best <laughs> right, <laughs> to start us off. Right. They will be teaching the uh, financial psychology class for us. Oh, great. Sort of setting the stage.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, if say somebody, uh, are you able to come in um, like after a couple classes started, or did, do you maybe somebody you know just hear about it later on or something like that how's that or do they wait till next
0: so our preference we feel like we package this as a product right Mm -hmm. like so the whole experience it's really important to understand financial psychology before you jump into savings then Mm -hmm. you're sitting there saying well how can I save money well you missed that financial psychology piece Mm -hmm. so we feel like this produces this is a better product if you say I'm gonna come on that first day and I'm gonna commit to these 10 weeks Um, and you know, if if let's say you can't come until the fifth class, then I would I would say to you, wait until the new year and come into that next class. We're going to offer it again. We're going to offer it twice a year for three years, so you'll always have the opportunity to kind of jump in um, when this class starts again. But uh, for the most part, we're trying to say you're all in at class one.
2: Mm, great, great, and uh, so th- and and with the funding and people, are uh, the organization Salvation I is kind of looking at this as like a test program that they can.
0: I think share so. Yeah.
2: Other, other organizations. To yeah. Other locations.
0: So the Salvation Army actually asked for us to kind of talk about what, how did we build the task force, mm-hmm. and why, like, what has come of it? And so I think the Salvation Army is looking. They care about these things. They want to see equity in our programs, in the people we serve, in leadership, in all of it. And so um, this is something that I think they're looking at and saying, can we produce this in? know in a seattle or in the you know san francisco area or um you know in la these type of places for sure
3: for us we are looking at getting feedback from the participants mm-hmm. so at the end of each class there'll be a little survey so they can give us the feedback first so that we know and we can make adjustments if we need to make adjustments but i think it would serve also as some good data I to agree. feed into the salvation army as they look at the program
0: excellent
2: mm-hmm. well that's great um Anything else you'd like to add or reference to the fourth thing?
3: Tell them about the fourth again. Yes, Yes. (laughs) August
0: 4th. (laughs) 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., 1375 East Broadway Road, where the Croc Center, you might have driven pa- past us a hundred times and not known what that big building is there for, it. it's there for you. That's You're awesome. a citizen of Phoenix. You are welcome in that place, and we hope to see you there. Bring your kids, uh, bring your family. We'll feed you a good meal. Um, we'll love on you some, and you'll learn to actually um, really be Do the most with the money that uh, that's been entrusted to you. So that's August fourth, Wednesday, five p.m. to seven p.m., and we welcome you.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I'll have the information on my uh, Facebook page, the Alvin Galloway Show, because um, it definitely is something that uh, we need folks to to participate in yeah. and get out and uh, make a life changing moves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank I really you. appreciate you coming out, Thank Colonel. Thank you for, for having uh, Captain. Opportunity. opportunity. Thank you so much, and uh, definitely love to have you back anytime. Um, whatever no. programs you might have be coming up and, and we can dwell into your your past uh, your experiences because they have a rich it's experience good. as well for you and I I believe people will be interested in. Hey, I'll be now.
3: here it's at midnight good. to talk flying okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> excellent
2: uh, this is the Alvin Galloway show stay tuned we'll be back Thank you for listening to the Alvin Galloway Show podcast. We hope you like our show. And if you do, we hope that you will show your support by sharing our podcast with others and also supporting us monetarily. No donation is too small. We thank you again and we'll see you on the next show.